Three Stooges TV series in January 1970. In what? So they were Coming big in the that. 60s as a kids TV fair. Yeah, well, yeah, well, because for the most part, I mean, I guess because of the age that they were, uh, they started being popular. Good. Like, they weren't crass humor. Well, sort of crass humor, but they were like they weren't going to say curse words, you know. Oh, so, you like, couldn't say curse words. Could be... You couldn't say curse words on the TV back then. That's what I'm saying, though. So they they could almost become like a, a kids show, yeah, can't, can't, even can't though it was that. not, even though it wasn't really ever designed to be a kids show. And welcome back to another episode of Even More Mashed Up, the pop culture podcast featuring two professors talking about all things pop culture. I am Patrick. And I am Alan. And today, we are hippo to be squared. No, we're hippo to be square. It's hippo to be square. I'm both proud and disappointed in you. I'm just largely disappointed. It's hippo to be square. (laughs) See, because there's a... There's a hippo, and it's kind of nerdy. So it's hippo to be square, not squared. Wow. Hippo to be square. Mm-hmm. I think I just nailed the greatest opening of all time. Oh, yeah. We oh, yeah. That was a straw poll, and we shall that see was, how that goes. That was smooth and polished as far as openings well, go. I, as I said, I had nothing prepared. All I had was Rich's waving hippo looking me in the face. So. Yeah. I was yeah. like, what do you mean inspired you? It was like, like <laughs> oh, because I posted the gem yeah. of that. I blame, yes. I blame Rich. So anyway, we're talking about Moon Knight today. Episodes Again. three through... I don't think we've ever done this before. I feel like this is untrod territory for us to do the same show back to back. Um... We I might have some back-to-back back episodes for quizzes, but not for, uh, like, well, actual even, talking about shows. Like, case, we, it was just cutting up a long episode. This yeah, is where right, we actually exactly. planned to record Easier. two spaced-out episodes we've never done. Two, yeah. Even the Oscars, episodes. it was still just yeah. a long thing we cut up. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah I can't really, I don't, history making. I can't think of anything we've done. Unless yeah. we count the D&D. Oh God, no! We don't count those. <laughs> well, no, I think I think we just established that those have been erased from the canon. Yes. Yeah. It's like yeah, they much never like happened. The, much like they the are. They universe. are a completely separate part of the mashed up multiverse. They are the expanded universe of the even well, more the, mashed up. But they're, well, they're, they're the, the part, expanded yes. universe that's been blackballed. But like, like Star Wars, the where they just yes. like, oh, it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. It's not canon anymore. Exactly. None of that counts. <laughs> They've been Mara jaded. If, <laughs> if, only, if only we could do that for the game Chateau. Okay. Did you just hear the the whine from Rich when I said Mara jaded? Like, that That uh, clearly cut him where it, where he lives. That was... that Was, was that too deep a cut? If you read the extended universe, you'd know. Oh, yes, <laughs> I'm familiar with so the I significance don't. of Mara jade. Yes. Not on vague terms, but... I am happy to say that I'm not. So yeah, yeah. So I knew I knew how deep I was cutting when I made a, a Mara Jade <laughs> reference. Uh, I appreciate right. it. Even anyway, anyway, but yes, it is Moon talking Night. Moon Knight Part Deux. It's like Hot Shots Part Deux. Yes, whatever that. I didn't word see you said Hot were. Shots Part One. So uh, you didn't miss too much. I'm assuming I didn't. Yeah. I don't feel so, yeah. left out. Where where would you like to start on uh, the second half of Moon Knight, Alan? I don't. I yeah. I don't know. I thought maybe we could start by looking at a couple of points we raised on the first show. 
Unless yeah, it's okay. going to be too too repetitive, and then maybe yeah, let's go for well, it. Yeah, yeah, let's. I mean, we should again. We this is sort of again. It showed the show's chance to change our opinion. We should yes, start exactly. off with. Yes, well, that's the that's the big question for the episode is because we were, I think, very anti. fairly mixed, fairly mixed at best on yeah. on the first yeah. couple I episodes of say, Moon Knight. So the the question I is, did say did, anti. did well, it get yeah, better? That's, that's true. Okay, but, but we weren't pro either. Yeah, no, I would say no. we were not looking forward to a good number of the aspects of Moon Knight. Yes, yeah, it was it was a mixed bag at best, and so yeah. Did the bag get unmixed or did it get more mixed? Is I feel really like once you mix a bag, it's hard to unmix a bag. It depends you know? what you're like mixing. Everything's with. in there. Like, like, are you talking about taking everything out of the bag and resorting it, or just continuing to shake the bag and hope that it gets mixed? Well, or it just it, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to say. It's hard to say what's going right. to happen. So, to, I mean, all right. So, so what's it's in the bag? The veganism to... did not seem to get worse. Well, I was going to say I had two predictions. Well, uh, yes. was yeah, a, a actually, vegan who we could respect would arrive, and that, of course, didn't happen. No. Yeah, to be fair, in fact, up until Rich just mentioned it, I completely forgot about the veganism. Yeah, As did the show, it, apparently. Yeah, yeah I, don't well, think it, I don't think it's mentioned in the show again. Nope. All you needed the veganism for was to suggest the weirdness and evil of certain characters, and then yeah. you were done. Yeah. 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 I, and yeah. I, I will say, though, that I had said they might play as a comedic moment, the idea of... Um, Mark and Steven arguing over like eating a steak or something or like being vegan and they never did that right. so at least no. they did not play it up as more of a comedic yeah. element going forward no, that's, I guess that is that is fair I also did predict a three person love triangle so I got that one right yeah 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 though I guess not as messy as I thought they were going to do it, yeah, it I was thought a there was going to be a whole a, bunch of angst and yeah. like stuff no, it was a tiny but, neat it was a tiny neat triangle but it was there yeah. Yep. Nope. That's true. Um, prediction wise. I say, what were the so what were the were those the two things you had, Alan? That was it for me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought I thought I thought we were going for something a little more substantive. Well, I mean, I guess we all define we, substantive in different ways, probably. I think we were. I think we were pretty pessimistic about the the dissociative disorder being shown yes. as a more yes. positive note of a sort, especially with Stevens. And that's I, that's what I had next, actually. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I to I come back to, to was we talked about like the the DID and mental mm-hmm. health issues and our concern that maybe uh, they weren't doing the best job of that. How do you feel, Patrick? Mm-hmm. Like having watched the last four episodes, you feel better about that? Uh, uh-huh. exactly. I feel about the, the same. I mean, I I, I, I really did. I really did. I really did like episode five, Asylum, which yeah. is the one that that delved into it the most. I would say that and the first episode were the best episodes of the series. Um, and I, you know, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I, not knowing DID very well, I, I don't know how reflective of of you know an actual experience of DID the show is, but. Um, I feel like it maybe maybe they went into a little bit more depth in in that episode with it, but overall it, it still feels like a kind of over dramatized kind of plot devicey depiction of yeah. of the yeah. mental health disorder than than Wouldn't a real say, though, kind of exploration of it. Yeah, when it when you talk about getting a little extra depth, you're still talking about like huddle level depth. In yeah, terms Hollywood of really yeah. kind of wrestling. Yeah, like 
I, I'm one of those yeah. like fuzzy-headed history professors who think that thinks that representation kind of matters, and I just yeah. even the asylum scene. I now I you know the asylum is not an asylum. It's like an asylum on a boat that's sailing through the desert. Through yeah, the, I also you know, have no idea what that whole souls or what, bit was yeah. about. But to me, the asylum felt so stereotypical and so mm -hmm. expected mm -hmm. that it it. I didn't think that it really added much depth. And even the story that they told about how the second, you know, how um, Stephen was created felt like a really kind of pat story. I just, mm. I, I, I saw they were trying, but I just, I never felt the depth. I just, I never felt like it well, quite uh, functioned like it might. Because yeah. again, they had the whole backstory of like, it was still under like, Three minutes. I mean, it was spaced out because he'd cut back and forth, but the whole backstory of Stephen Grant being created is still pretty short compared to all the other screen time for all the other plot elements, you know? Like, it's right. still just something to kind of bum rush through, and like, yeah, it's mm -hmm. neat. It's a neat reveal, but. Is it though? Like, even. I, uh, even compared the to, I guess. I'm not convinced. I, I, yeah. I, guess, I, guess, I guess they could have done it worse. And That's true. <laughs> That's true. And I, I guess might be that's too what sensitive. I expected. I guess I expected it to be a lot more of like um, when Mark goes to when Mark meets Kanchu and becomes a Moon Knight. For whatever reason, they just made Steven to be the cover. Is what I was expecting to be kind of the the narrative. So mm, I guess yeah. with that, it's like oh, it's a bit of a neater idea, you know. Yeah, I, I thought that Wandavision and at least trying to look at trauma over a longer stretch of episodes mm -hmm. did an, a more interesting job of it i just yeah maybe i'm too sensitive about depictions of mental health i don't know i just i i, I still I, I honestly i feel kind of disappointed still in the end of of how they used and it. I, I, agree I agree with patrick yeah it felt yeah. like it felt often like a plot device yeah i mean um, that's i think that's overall yeah like it doesn't it i mean it yeah it's it's, it's and a minor a bit, plot device Right. Yeah, I mean, I'd say, well, it's yeah, it's it's yeah, it's not really doing. I mean, the show's not doing anything about really depicting the lived experience of DID. Right. Um, right. You know, it's it's almost kind of an an incidental or kind of side aspect of um, the character. Um, you know, it's it's almost like it's another one of the characters' quirks and a character yeah. that's particularly Steven right. that's almost entirely just quirks and a and British maybe accent. Quirky. Yeah, maybe quirky isn't the best way to kind of deal with yeah. mental health issues in media. Yeah, but I think, in, I mean, in general, that really that affect his life, at yeah. least from the I mean, minor that, things we see. Yeah, the I mean, the lack of depth that you mentioned about the DID, Alan. I think it's probably something that plagues the whole series is that there Agreed. there is kind of a lack of depth in the series as a whole. I I 100% agree. Even can I so, since we're talking about it, can I ask you some questions about the resolution? Don't you have a like an undergraduate background in psychology? Yes, I do. All right, excellent. Oh, so I didn't we have know an that. expert yeah, we have an expert. I, I, let's show. let's. I I have a BA <laughs> in psychology from almost thirty years ago, so <laughs> I have I have you know, 
let's let's just do a quick disclaimer. You should not take anything that I say regarding the next, you know, the next segment of the episode as uh, anything at all accurate or medically diagnostic um, or really even competent for that matter. But when you say medically diagnostic... I don't know. When you say medically diagnostic, it sounds like you are an expert. So I feel like I can ask you some no. questions then. No, I am an expert in using language to sound like I am an expert. That does not mean I am an expert on the things that I am sounding like I'm an expert on. I would I would argue in response that you live in the United States of America in 2022, and that is exactly well, that what is defines true. expertise. Well, that, that is, is true. All that, is, that, that defines is true. expertise. That yes. or just I did. Uh, I did really do really some happened. Googling on DID on, on the computer, so I'm pretty sure. I went to WebMD, <laughs> so I'm pretty sure I know something. But yes, okay. so, <laughs> WebMD. so and my, Patrick my Hamilton, uh, just picture me as Lucy behind the, you know, psychiatrist oh, office. Charlie doctor Brown. is in. Doctor sign. is in. Yep. Yes. Oh, man. Right, so, so here's my question, Patrick, and it has yes. very little to do with DID. Um, you'll be relieved Good. to know. Okay. So the resolution... Like when the scales balance after Stephen falls off of the sand boat piloted by the hippo and is lost, yes. right? Yes. So can you explain that to me with your undergraduate background and degree in psychology? How exactly does this balance his scales? Um. Well, I mean, if you think of, you know... Mark and Steven are two personalities in one body. Correct. Having the two personalities speaks to a sense of him being unbalanced because most people only have one. So if you get rid of one of them, you've now balanced that body in that there's one personality. So could there be... It could have been either one that went over that and you still would have I believe so, yes. In your... Yes. So it's just a matter of getting rid of the one personality. Possibly. I mean, we don't know because Mark isn't the one who went over. Because clearly Mark is the Evil. original personality. He's not He's, he's not OG. an alter. Right. So, you know, it raises the question of, of, you know, if he went over, would Steven still persist? Or if he goes right. over, are they both done? Um, or if, if he goes over, does just... Mark continue. Uh, it's just so. I thought so. Yeah, it so I bet, makes I mean, more sense to have yeah. for them to not have two hearts because. So, but it, it seems to me that that still. That's yeah. how you know how I read it. How I read it is that Mark is unbalanced because there's the two personalities being weighed, and that there's only so, supposed to be one. So you get rid of one that balances the heart. That that that's how I read it. Whether or not that's that's what the creators meant, I have no idea. Right, because so many people end up in the uh, what's it called the duat the, the like duat the desert of yeah 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 of souls who you know weren't they're not there because they have two personalities they're there because correct the scales of justice didn't balance in their life which is it just it's weird to me because Mark yeah. killed a lot of people yeah right? yes. you would think he killed a lot the... of people before then how does that justify balancing the scales. And Stephen, as far as we know, killed no people. Yes. Right. So you so well, think that Stephen yeah. falling feels in, like he would a, just be it, fine. Right. Like, it's a very superficial kind of balancing in that way, because lots well, of other but people it, but see, it had depends just one because, personality and were fine. 
Well, but you're assuming that because Amit is the one that, that balances the scales in terms of justice, in terms of good and evil. There's yes. nothing saying that the Duat and what it's balancing is, in fact, justice. It might be balancing something else. But it's, it's balancing the heart, right? It just yeah. it seems Actually, like the I think at one point yeah. it even says that it's it's the scales of justice, or it's. I don't remember if they said it's justice. They they're, they're balancing well, the hearts and the, they, they're very they vague. As about, I recall. Don't they also talk about the heart at one point, like the way the Egyptians saw the heart as the the, the soul? Yeah, like the soul of the, yeah. the Cause, person. Because what they're talking just, about is the idea that you would have a in the afterlife you'd have a feather on one end and the heart on the other, and the idea was that your heart. If it was evil, it would be heavier than the feather, and if it was good, it would be lighter or as light as a feather. Thus, the right. good people would balance, and the bad people would unbalance. But for whatever reason, throughout the entire show, they constantly show both sides of the scale going up and down, as mm-hmm. though it's like a seesaw instead, where yep. you need to have two sides yeah. balanced perfectly, which is not the point. The point is simply your heart's not supposed to be heavy with evil. Yeah. It's so just... I don't know why they would have both hearts. Uh, or I don't yeah it, like hypothetically if they put both hearts on the scale that should hit the ground so to speak because it's two hearts and then Steven falling off should do nothing because Mark's heart would be the evil one still or the one who's done evil acts well but everything Mark did was in the service of Conchu so is it really not before he like met it's, Conchu it's, it's, he was a yeah, mostly before the... he met Conchu yeah it's, and that's kind of well, the next the next level yeah, of like question, like, Patrick, that's right? That's why he meets Kanchu is uh-huh. because he's betrayed by the person who he helped or didn't stop kill what was essentially a bunch of innocents. Yeah, Bushman. Right. Yeah. Right, but he did terrible things before that. Yeah, I'm saying we don't know about that. Well, but it's not, no, he, well, he mentions that he got he mentions he got drummed out of the army because he kept having blackouts, and then he said that right. that's when he joined Bushman. I don't know that we ever get a sense of how long was he with Bushman before. Oh, so maybe he was so he killing just got all- lucky that he just never did anything. He didn't help anyone. I'm just saying but, between the two of them, still, I would believe still, Stephen to be much nicer and gooder. You know, or maybe well, unless it's than it you know, mock. can can Stephen be good if he is a false construct? And can remember, Conchu calls him a parasite. Well, Kansu is also from the beginning. Kind of an a, ass. Kansu has kind of an agenda here. Well, he yeah, does, but again, it, it raises the question of, of you know, if Stephen should not exist in the first place, isn't his existence a kind of wrong? No. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad we settled that. Next question, Alan. <laughs> because, <Yeah. laughs> because that's well, blaming somebody for existing. Yes. Before we get to the. Before we get to the ne- which we, we get would to that argue one. is not a good thing to do to blame somebody for just the existence. I don't know. It depends. <laughs> it depends. Well, but before we get there, <laughs> yeah, like I understand even like in the balancing the scales that that Konshu has, let's say, manipulated him, right? Yes. But he made a choice to do that. Wait, when you say he, who are we talking about here? Mark made a choice Mark. to join. Konshu. Mark made a choice, right? Like he's, yes. he's and you could argue he made a choice. Well, I mean, to be time, fair, like, the choice is you know join Kanchu or die. I mean, you could argue that it's a kind a of you could argue like, it's coerced, you know, and yeah. you know coercion doesn't make you re- if you're coerced, you're not responsible. Bada bing, bada boom. Nothing Marx does is wrong because he was coerced into it. Uh, this is Judge Patrick. 
Yeah. Wow. Wow. That is you've a big been, jump you've from been your lawyered. psychology yeah. degree to your yeah. uh, lawyer degree. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Patrick is out. Barrister Patrick is in. And everything and Mark did was under coercion. Where and is, thus he's not where culpable. Is, and parody is culpable. protected. I, we've had this barrister on the show before. Yes. Oh, um, he, where's yes. Your degree, where's your degree from, Barrister Patrick? Um... You know, exactly. it's uh, you know, I've watched a lot of legal shows. Um, <laughs> Always a good. And I've, to open I feel an like I have a, a good working order. Yeah, a good working. Uh, not really Law and Order. I'm thinking more like uh, the practice. Um, Did you watch a little bit of L.A. Law? Night Court. Oh, you, oh, oh, a lot of Night Court. A lot of uh, Murder She Wrote. No, didn't watch Murder She Wrote. That's really more about the murder than the than the the court. That's anyways. a fair point. You just so. see, it seems like you have some Jessica Fletcher in you. No, no, I don't. No, I'm not really that kind. I'm more of a more of a lawyer than a detective, for so the purposes Matlock, of, of really. this part yeah. of the conversation. Got it. <laughs> but Patrick does bring up a good point that like Stephen shouldn't have a quote unquote hot to be judged because it's still one body. It's it's a very strange metaphysical moment there. On the boat, yeah. that I don't again I don't doesn't really need to happen because it's yeah. not like it really matters because clearly anybody can just go to the duat and the sands and just undo it because Apparently. yeah uh, yeah it, I'm not really sure there's a, there's a whole metaphysics at work here that I think we are I, well maybe Patrick has a divinity degree that he wants I to don't apply. but I can pretend like I do. <laughs> I am. I am a. I am sort of a, a a pat of all trades, if you will. Yes. Oh, like the old Saturday Night Live character, Pat. She or he contained multitudes. Mm. <laughs> That's pretty good. I don't pat like right that. There. I don't like that comparison. <laughs> Yeah, I know. That's unfortunately that is that is one of my actually decent. Mm, I use secret because it's strong enough for a man, but main for a woman. Mm. Yeah, unfortunately, Pat from Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah. Pat from Saturday Night Live is one of my is one of my uh, yeah impersonations I well, can pull off. You grew up a Pat, so it kind of makes sense that that would be a. Good I did not grow to... up a Pat. I've always been a Patrick, not a Pat. Well, but you know what I mean. I, well, anyway. I, I, if if we thought people didn't know the Three Stooges, I'm pretty sure that oh, here yeah. is gonna is gonna fall mm. pretty flat. Yeah. Did you say but it's I gonna fall pretty it. pat? Yeah, I wouldn't say pretty. Okay. Mm. It could so. fall pat. Yeah. So should we move on to to the final four episodes then? In, I in suppose. I mean, was there any of the predictions? I know we covered DID, the the vegan. No, I think I that was know. that was it. I think. Oh, actually, Conch, uh, I was just saying this before. Conchu's not a good god, right? Like, just because he's, he wants he's, justice, uh, he's ambiguous. I would say at best, he constantly seems to be betraying the trust of every of the few people who work for him, and he doesn't seem to need to. Well, like, when you when you're a god, you don't really you're not really obligated to care about the peons. Even when they yeah, saved I mean, you from being trapped in a I, I think sand statue form. I, yes, you know, as a Quaker, I just want to point out that none of the gods here are particularly good. Like they're I all know, the also seem nice. bent on hippo gods seem nice. And, 
I disagree with that. Do you want to talk about the hippo god for a minute? Because Tamuad? I don't understand. Like, the hippo god confuses me. Well, yeah. So here's what confuses me. Mm-hmm. After Mark ends up in the field of reeds. Yes. yes. The hippo god tells him to stay there, right? It is his Yeah, well that's like I mean that's like the peace. divine afterlife. Like that's the good that's right. the good place. Good. And it seems like that's Thank a job so, to kind of deliver people but, to right, right, that spot. No, no, I totally agree with all of that. The hippo god gets him to this place of perfect peace and tells him to mm-hmm. stay. Yep. Uh-huh. At the same time, at the very same time, the very same hippo god is talking through dead soldiers telling Layla to free Kanshu and thus bring Mark uh-huh. back. Now, it kind of seems like the that... hippo god wants it both ways. Now, did she do that after Mark left, or because because as soon as she drops Mark off, he's like, "Oh, I can't leave Stephen there," and then she's like, "You can't come back," which I also don't get. That that's a I weird just... rule for heaven to have. Well, yeah, I think also part one. of it too is is that I think at least some of the stuff with Layla in the first part of. The last episode, which would include when Hippo God is talking through the dead bodies, right, is actually happening, overlapping with stuff that's going on in the fifth. But what? But but I, I get what Alan's saying is that right. if but it seems Hippo God is talking to Layla before Mark says to come. Well, back. remember Mark, but Mark, or I can't remember Mark or Stephen told Hippo God, tell Layla she has to free Conchu in right. the fifth episode. And so that's yes. what Hippo God is doing, is is doing but, what but she, Mark or Steven asked her to do. But she knows that doing that runs contrary to the advice she's giving to Mark in the Field of Reeds. Yeah, one could argue that even if Mark stayed, Kanchu could still bring him back, hypothetically. Like, no matter what, Mark, even though Mark decides to go back to Steven, hypothetically, uh, I don't if know. Layla brought I don't know. The whole that... idea is that... She, that she, Kanchu will revive Mark. Right. So, yeah, her yeah. saying, hey, this is the piece you've been denied in life. Enjoy it. But right. then going to Layla and saying, bring her Kanchu. Like, yeah, she's basically saying, right. hey, enjoy this while also knowing. Yeah. Well, but she. it's also entirely possible that she may think, because remember, we've been told that who Kanchu really wants as his avatar is Layla. So it's entirely possible that Hippo God thinks you're going to bring Kanchu back, but he'll just find another avatar, not necessarily bring Mark back. It seemed pretty I clear to guess. me, though, that this was a way to bring Mark back. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to go back because... and watch it a second time. Yeah, I'd have to I go just... back and watch and see, but it, it, I mean, that's obviously what it ends up being. I did not read it that way. But... I thought it was very clear that it was about talking to Layla to bring him back. By the way, Th- that's what when, I Layla did the, when Layla did the talking to herself as an avatar, I thought that was really yucky. I did not care for it that. It felt weird all. and, like, yeah. both, like, also be, it, it, it also just felt weird to watch, like, it felt janky in just terms of like how it was filmed. Well, but like, but yeah, it was partly <clears throat> that and how it was acted. But it was partly now that she also has two personalities, which are kind of funny listening to them talk to each other. But it's not. Well, no, one of them. I mean, no, it's it's, it's it's. I just felt. I don't like think it's it DID. It's it's higher. No, oh, I'm saying yeah, it's yeah. not DID. <clears throat> That's the whole point. Yeah, is it's that it's, it's, it's just funny. you know it's, it's her and the hippo god talking. But it functions. It functions. The same way mm. in some ways as yeah, I mean, Mark, Mark and Steve talking to each other, walking around looking to like mirrors and stuff and talking right, to himself, exactly. sort of in the same way. Right, but and for heck, him, even it's at the like end, mental health issue. Yeah, for well, and her, even at the end, Mark and Steve are swapping much like 
the hippo god and Layla are doing, where they're like, "Hey, Layla, it's," and then pff, it's me again, like yeah. in the same scene, the same way again, making fun of like, "Oh, this is just something we can do. This doesn't bother us at all now." You right. Know? Even though this is how it's been our mode of showing mental illness with Mark yeah. and Stephen, now it's just comedic. To me, it further undercut whatever healthy yeah. kind what, of conversation it wanted to have about mental hygiene. It just it it was a disaster for me. Yeah. Well, it also causes the. And I mean, the issue too is that when Mark talks to Konshu, he's never talking to himself. He's always talking to Konshu as a separate entity. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Whereas, That's the thing too, is whereas Layla is a person. Right. Yeah, like why Hippo God is talking through Layla, or the body is is, is, it is just strange. before that. Right. Why is she it talking it... to her through the body? Why can Konshu just right. seem to do whatever he wants, even though he seems you know, to have been yeah. ex- exiled from the gods? To me, it's a huge mess, and it's the final nail in the coffin of just not getting mental health right. Yeah, yeah. it just it just didn't work for me. I guess also, there were parts of the show that kind of offended me a little bit. Yeah, it seems like yeah, yeah it seems like it seems like you 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 seem to have a much stronger uh, negative reaction no, than you than you I, thought. Because well, they keep showing so much. It, you know? They keep they keep showing so many elements of like mental. You know, the asylum um, talking right. to uh, the um, uh, Harrow as a doctor. You know, people points where in chairs. Yeah, yeah. But there's so many. Well, and it's all very. Yeah, health, the asylum's all asylum set. Very stereotypical. That's just set pieces. That's just. Oh, here's right. a funny way to do exposition, and you know, not that you know, we're not actually dealing with. And like, there's a scene. Where right. Stephen realizes his mother's died, and like it's this really sad thing, and it's like, right, like there's like there's like very you could do like short five second clips from the show that might show mental health as like an uh, as like they're showing they're dealing with mental health in a good way, you know. But then it's like all the other stuff around it devalues that completely and like undoes anything. Yeah. I, I I really think it does anyway. Yeah, but we can talk about something else. Were there were there other things you wanted to talk about, Patrick? Um. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I think in general, at the end of the day, I still feel like Moon Knight was a bit of a mixed bag. Um, oh, for sure. And so, and and so, obviously, the the depiction of of mental health and DID in particular is part of that. But I think there 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 are other ways in which that I think the series, other things the series did that I think, um. Caused it to cause it to fall short of what I kind of hoped it would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. I don't think that they ever unmixed yeah. the bag. For that, sure. Yeah, no, like, I think no. I think part of it is I think they went into the Egyptian mythology way too hard, way too early. Um, yeah, in it, the it series, could, it, it almost could have been a whole separate show of like almost like um, what's the Ben and old Ben and movie like Mummy or whatever. Like Mummy, yeah. It almost felt like a show about Egypt and the Egyptian gods and not about like, yes, there's some gods involved, but it's supposed to be about Moon Knight and all that stuff. It's like you said, it's a lot of Egyptian stuff that you almost forget that yeah. it's about Moon Knight at points. Well, but th- and that's the other thing too, is that, you know, this level of Moon Knight being involved with the Egyptian gods, like to the point where he's literally talking to Khonshu and Khonshu's hanging around with him. Like that, that, was a good decade to maybe 15 years into Moon Knight's existence that we got to that. Oh, in the um, And in the comics, yeah. And so yeah. jumping to that right off the bat, I, I think that was 
that was too much. I mean, part of it is is that for a series about Moon Knight, Moon Knight is barely in this in this show. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I, I think. Not, yeah. I mean, if you were the kind of person that cared about quantifying things, you could probably go through and <laughs> add up the actual screen time of Moon Knight, and it would probably be a very small percentage of. Um, you wouldn't by chance know the number, would you? The show. From somebody no, else? I did not. I did not actually do that. Um, Luckily, we don't have any quantifiers on this show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I feel like that. I think thing? you know. It, like, it, it, so they did to do it, the, the special effects for the because Moon Knight, the suit, like watching the GIF of him in the bathroom, like that was probably very much CG for most of that. Like I know Steven's suit seemed much more practical in terms of like not special effects. But maybe it was right. a budget thing. They just didn't show Moon Knight because it's like, hey, we've got to animate all his cape and all these little effects and stuff. Well, I think it's, I think it's part yeah. of the. I, I don't know if it's a problem with the character, or if it's a problem with the show's version of the character, but, um, because I mean, you know, I, I think about it in terms of, like, thinking about the other MCU characters. Like Tony Stark is Iron Man, Peter Parker is Spider Man. Moon Knight is, is something complete. Moon Knight is completely something separate from Mark or Steven. Like there, there's yeah. no sense of them. Like they are Moon Knight. Moon Knight is just kind of this thing that they they put on. Like um, Steven maybe feels a bit more like Moon Knight just because he talks more with like the little suit and stuff. Like well, but the, I mean, in terms up, of the comics, still... the the Steven slash Mister Knight character is is not even close to the comics version. Because in, okay. in the comics, Mark Spector is Moon Knight. Like it's 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 always Spector that is like Moon Knight and Mark Spector are the same person. And 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 there's no real person behind Moon Knight. It's it's just a set of clothes. It's, that it's again, Mark it's like puts Tony on Stark or, putting on the Iron Man suit. It doesn't become a different like, character when he's got the like suit Batman. on. It's still Tony. Yeah. Yeah, except there's still there's I don't know there's just a way in which that 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 Batman there still kind of is a a personality to Batman, whereas Moon Knight is just a, a cipher in the show. Like there's there's nothing right. Oh, and there's the nothing. Yeah, I mean there's you nothing also see there, his right? face with Moon Knight. Like even with Iron Man, yeah. they'll do like real close ups of, of Tony Stark's face inside yeah. the suit from the emote. With this, you've got you know Mummy Wap's glowing eyes. There's no facial expressions mm-hmm. happening. There's nothing. Besides a voice, which I don't think he talks that much as Moon Knight. Yeah. So I mean, so that I think, so you know, what the show is actually named after is a very small and very kind of empty element of 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 the show. Like there's there's nothing really to Moon Knight, which yeah. leaves us with instead Mark and Stephen, and particularly in terms of Stephen. Like I had to say by by the end of the fourth episode in particular. I was exhausted of Steven. Like, Steven just, he really started yeah. to annoy me as yeah, a character. He's interesting. He's like everything, because again, they, they show like Steven be this sort of like everything negative. It, it's it's almost like, you know, the, the yin and the yang where Mark is like the practical, capable person, but then Steven's like the uh, academic person that can't seem to function in society. Yeah, but but even like then, the I think it's, it goes back to that, it goes back to that lack of depth. Like, yeah, Steven knows about Egyptian, For you know, mythology and whatnot. <laughs> but it's all just like he's just a whole bunch of quirks, kind yeah. of. Uh, yeah. And and well, and, and that, I think that's and that that's part of the problem with the series too. Is Mark and Steven don't change over the course of the episode. Like they are pretty much the same throughout. Like there's no real like I don't get a sense of of even when Steven realizes that he's the alter personality, he gets over that pretty quickly. 
Yeah, um, well, I thought it was going to be a lot bigger that, that's, deal. That's part of the problem, Patrick, is that the yes. show is about them, and allegedly there is, like, when when Mark goes back into the desert to rescue Stephen, right? It's supposed yeah. to to represent this major kind of conclusion to a character arc, mm-hmm. but you don't really ever feel like there was an arc in the show. You, yeah. you know yeah. that they're going to do it. That, like, mm-hmm. another of my complaints is the plotting in that way. It just, yeah. you know, like, you're supposed to feel the character development just because, you know, that moment happens. There's another moment where they get their hands on the Amit statue and they just need to escape. But Layla yes. is, like, all emotional and she has to work through whether or not Mark killed her dad. Mm-hmm. And they just they just stop for a conversation. And moments like that in shows like this drive me nuts. Like, you've got lots of time to work out that emotional issue. By right? the way, he like, didn't kill her dad. Like, it's, it's a complete yeah. non-issue, right? Just, All he, he has to do is that. be like, right, no, oh, right, exactly. All he has to do is say, yeah, no, I didn't. I tried to save your dad. But instead, mm-hmm. it becomes like this overly wrought emotion, like this emotional yeah. moment because women are emotional, right? And we can just assume that Layla would be emotional and unable to kind of compartmentalize saving the world from her own moment yeah. of trauma and it just mm-hmm. it feels like there were several moments in the show like that where I felt like you could see the writers working to mm-hmm. to tell the story as opposed to the story actually telling the story well, well it's, it's like very the, it's very soap opera in the sense that it's yeah. it's that moment you see in soap operas or, or any number of things where it's like you know literally a two minute conversation between these right. two characters would solve this issue and well, like in right. the first episode, it's only prolonged first because they aren't up. having the conversation that they should just like, naturally have if you're doing days of our lives and you've been writing it yeah. for 35 years like it's like you know like just like you're out of ideas you'd, you'd hope that that moon knight had some ideas i just yeah I, with six you know, episodes like, it, and like just, you think you'd have plenty yeah. of stuff to put in there to not have it just to... right there was just there were moments I thought you could it, same with the mental health that we talked about earlier where you could see it being written, and you generally mm-hmm. don't want to see it being written on the screen while you're watching. Yeah, yeah. By the way, there were 57 seasons of Days of Our Lives. Well, I didn't think this was a person who had been on the show for the entire run. I thought they came, you know, 1970. Yeah, people come and go. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, you said but, that you said Days of Our Lives for 35 years. Like, no, I was like somebody. I, I was imagining seven. a person writing Days of Our Lives for thirty-five years, like the individual who got hired in nineteen sixty. Yeah, you know, know they 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 have couldn't get a so job somewhere like, okay, else. I have you know, no sixty-five like, started. Like, all 65. we can do, all we can do at this point is like put Marlena have Marlena in be possessed coffin, by the devil. You know, or yeah. she's possessed by the devil. Yeah, yeah, or just, yeah. bring in another Roman. Yeah. Oh, you know, I meant to ask you a question about the hippo god, Patrick. I know okay. that you really liked Loki Gator. Were you excited when the hippo showed up? Well, when Ahmet showed up? Um, not especially. I mean, I, I will say <laughs> that <laughs> one of one of the the common complaints about the and this relates more to Ahmet. Um, yeah. One of the common complaints about like the MCU in general is that you know, however good they are they always boil down to, like, a giant CGI battle. Like, even, mm. even you know, the, the people that complain about WandaVision like, are, like, are, are like, like, you know... somebody said that on this program, actually. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, and I will say... Marvel film. It feels as if it's been made yes. on this very show. I will say that watching the finale of Moon Knight, 
I had a similar feeling in that. Oh my god! It basically boiled down to a giant, you know, a giant crocodile god fighting oh. a giant bird skeleton god, and I could and like, see kind of like, oh, this is what they mean. When yeah, you, it, when, you I will say, I thought the, I thought the the CGI on Amit was really impressive. I'm like, that is a really well done crocodile god, and I and I and, and I think kind of in general. I, I have to say, to all the other ones I've seen, yeah. yes, I have to say that that I've seen. <laughs> I have to say that there was a there was a bit in I I did on at least a small level, I did kind of enjoy the finale, in the sense that a lot of it was really stupid, <laughs> in a kind whoa, of fun whoa. comic booky way. That, that so that, when I say that about Ghost Rider, I get crucified. Well, because that's the whole movement, but it's okay to do it here. So anyway, Patrick, just to be clear, when you say that yes. we've come to this pat solution, you know where we've arrived, right? Oh yes, we are well past peak superhero. We are yes. post peak superhero, like one hundred percent. Like I, I just, do, yeah, it, it is. I, I, I so do. Much when of I watch what shows I have said like is this. clearly coming yeah. true. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, no, I do. I do fear that though. Kind of though generally, people stuff. really seem to have liked Moon Knight in a way that I, I find a bit but baffling. Yeah, yeah, like people yeah, really like, liked this show, and I'm like, it's, it's fine. I mean, it. I don't hate it, but it, it could have been part. Part of my disappointment is that it could have been so much more. Yeah, like again, Moon Knight is a very cool character, like, and they kind of made him a little bit generic. Yeah, but again, it's that Marvel issue of like when you have so many hits that now when you do mediocre, it looks that much worse because yeah. you know what they could do. Yeah. You've seen yeah, them do good stuff, and now it's like yeah, you can't just phone it in. In retrospect, Rich, like have we really seen them do good stuff? Like they did some entertaining stuff. I, but you know, they what? never I really guess... reached. Art, Excuse right? me. I could, I could understand. I could understand. <laughs> that. Excuse me, sir. Does it? This colors how I see everything that came before, and I'm like, no, it's all just part of that formula. And Alan, no, 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 you no. You don't get. You sense. don't get to do that. You don't get to do that. No, <laughs> we do. no. I just, I just did. It's it's growing no. up. It's, it's Alan. You I like those, I those say no, and it's realizing as a professor, as thought. barrister, as amateur psychologist, I do not allow you to do that. No. <laughs> But, no, you yeah, don't get to go just, back saying, "Hey, you know all those episodes where, like, say I was real, I really liked Winter Soldier. That movie's yeah. crap now." Oh no, I didn't okay. say crap. I think Winter Soldier they, remains like a really well-made superhero movie. But yeah, I don't and know. I, I think I, I, I'm a little exhausted, probably. Well, no, and I, what I think it is is that we saw stuff like Winter Soldier, and we assumed, "Oh, this is what they're doing now." Five years from now, think how much better it's going to be, and it's right. not. So now and we're looking they, back on this stuff and being more realistic. Like, okay, that was pretty good, but yeah. we they're, had. We, I think at the time we thought that meant, oh, this is the the tip of the iceberg, and it's get so much better. But of course, what we miscalculated on was the success of Marvel doesn't encourage them to keep pushing boundaries. Like maybe they tried to a little bit with Winter Soldier. That is correct. And, I, and yeah. I, yeah, and what I think the that's success what we does for them they is it pushes them to is to like. It, to, to become safer and safer and safer. And I think yeah, the plateau. if you kind of just, if you just track the Disney Plus stuff, I mean, WandaVision had a great concept, but I would argue, but, you know, since yeah. then it's just kind of been 
and Loki meet. Whoa, 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 whoa! You're forgetting one thing, my friend. No, Loki. No, you're forgetting Hawkeye. Oh, I know what I was forgetting. You're forgetting Hawkeye, which was excellent. Nobody forgets Hawkeye because nobody's looking for Hawkeye. That is, it was Hawkeye. Was again? God knows if you're on this podcast, you can't forget Hawkeye. It's like Hawkeye. No matter how much you try, no matter how much medication you take, you cannot forget Hawkeye. No matter how hard you run away from Hawkeye, Hawkeye always tracks you down on this show. No matter how many asylums you go to, that's because he's a very good archer and tracker. That's that's like his skill set. He hunts you down. Aragorn, we know, we get it. It's Aragorn. I know. That's your Mara Jade moment. Aragog is the spider in Harry Potter. Aragorn is the guy in Lord of the Rings. God, it's like you don't pay attention to what I say at all. (laughs) God. Gosh. Anyway, sorry I got you all riled up, Patrick. (laughs) Oh, yes. I'm just not going to allow you to go back and rewrite your personal history on this show. No, I'm saying. You are not not paying. I'm allowed to change my mind over time. That's... That How is literally you can change you your mind, but you're not allowed to say, you know, this makes everything that I liked before crap. To a better conclusion. No, I didn't. No. Now, I did not say crap. I'm just saying, looking back, mm, you imply perhaps, it was an implied crap. Per, perhaps we were a little overly enthusiastic as people who grew up on comic book culture. <laughs> Blasphemy. Don't worry, Patrick. They're going <laughs> to knock it out of the park with Morbius. It's going to. Oh no! Mark, oh your, God! I. No, no. Yeah, I, Morbius. I did not see Morbius, so I did not. Oh, I, I have not I seen any of the wait. Sony. I have not seen either I of the can't Venoms. Wait for you to see that. It's oh, that bad. No. Oh, it's so. It's. I cannot. I wish we could. Yeah. I wish we could record the episode live so that right after you watched it in, in the car, we could record it. Yeah, well, no. Would, I watched. I didn't. Idea actually. That's not but a bad I, idea. I, I didn't watch I, I the Venoms until they were just for that. Yeah, I, I didn't watch the Venom movies until they were on Amazon Prime for three ninety nine. I have even less a desire to see Morbius. Man. Like watching you know that in the theater, knowing how much money I paid for it. We should. Man. What we should do is go up to Musick, watch a movie, and then sit down in that little cafe area and do an instant analysis. Like I would love yeah. to do Morbius like that. I think oh, it'd be God. great to watch your reactions. Yeah. To something like that, because man. Oh, no, There's Morbius just looks... Good. I mean, number one, who thought a Morbius movie was a good idea in the first place? I mean, that's just... Apparently Jared Leto did. Oh, uh, well, like, there's a ba- there's a guy whose opinion you should right. trust. Yeah, he is somebody who makes good judgment calls. Yeah. So, yeah. Patrick, we gotta be pushing, like, 50 minutes. I have a couple of questions for you. Maybe you can answer 50, as a comic yeah, we're book good. expert. All right, I am um, ready. I, that's what I'm here for. Okay, great. I gotta, I gotta does... change back to comic book nerd. Yeah, hang on, take okay, your hat so... off. Yep, swap it. Yep. Yeah, it's not a <laughs> tough transition. Um, at the end, Harrow is in an asylum, right? Oh, Why at the does end. his asylum yeah. look like Mark and Steven's asylum on the boat? Uh, budgets? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why get another <laughs> asylum when you yeah, already like have a are set? You, yeah. Are you <laughs> actually going to build? shot it in the dark the whole time, right? It was just to save money on... on I do have to say, I think we had that conversation. I think it was after... Episode four, where you complained about like how dark everything yeah. was. Yeah, and I told you I was like, you've got to get your TV fixed because that is I I don't remember it being that dark. Right. So I then went back and watched episode four, 
Yeah. And I'm like, holy crap, this thing's dark. Alan was right. <laughs> it's like, wait, whoa, can, yeah, we, there can was... we tag that, Rich? Could I just have that as a soundbite <laughs> that I could play? Because I don't on. think it's ever been said on this podcast. But it was like listening to a radio show. Yeah, there was a lot. There were a couple scenes where I was like, "Oh no, Al, I now know what Alan's talking about." Like, I can't, I yeah. can't tell what's going on here. Yeah, like, I had subtitles on for a lot of the the show. Yeah, yeah. So you had to just have color on the screen. Yeah. So I don't but know. Yeah, I put on yeah. it's always sunny in Philadelphia and it's perfectly bright, and they're always in a dingy dark bar. I'm telling you. Yeah, no, no, you were, yeah, you were correct. Budget. There were particularly in episode four, there were some scenes that it was ridiculously dark. Yeah. Is that a no, thing now with these Disney Plus shows that they have budgets? Yes, it like, is. Small Thank budgets. you. Yes. Oh, like, they have. They don't have. They don't have the so budget weird. that the films do. Yeah. Do you remember what, the critique what? we made of the Flash's CG way back when, like Gorilla Grodd was on? Oh God. It's the same thing. It's just not that bad yet. It's not. Yeah. Or, it's they're, they're like still. They're it's still. It's still a TV budget. Right. CG. Yeah. It's Marvel money it's just, versus DC money, but it's still not enough money to really still, do the CG. But it's also like TV it money versus movie money. So I guess I just right. assumed Disney right. TV money was better than regular TV money. Yes, well, it is. But I mean. that still doesn't like get you. That doesn't give you. That doesn't get. So yeah. So there's like regular got, TV, like, DC MCU, TV, right, Marvel Disney TV, Plus. Marvel exactly. movies. Yeah. Yeah. I just I, it's it's a cost cutting thing and it really I find it very alienating. So so yes, I am. Another I, reason I would to complain say, about superhero movies more broadly. They're too dark. Yeah. 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 Both both in lighting and in tone. Right. Not to say that they're crap, but perhaps yeah. mm-hmm. you know overestimated. They could have done better. Um, I think that's with true. that ending that we're talking so about, that, do so that was. I'm oh, sorry, Alan yeah. said he had multi, had a couple questions. Oh, was it? I'm sorry, was it one? Oh yeah, there was one more. Were you okay, excited yeah. that the Scarlet Scarab finally showed up in a, in a movie? <laughs> I gotta say, that was that was. I had to look that up. I'm like, what the heck are they oh, doing there? And I'm like, wait, what is I Scarlet did too. Scarab? Yep. Scarlet Scarab is an actual character in Marvel who appeared, I think, in like four issues of the Invaders and an issue of Thor in the 70s. It's actually when did, who... When was it in Moon It's Knight? who Layla's father in the show is named similarly to. Oh, wait, so is that what Layla became? That's yeah. her superhero. She's never, oh. called, yeah, she's never called that in the show. She is the Scarlet Scarab. Um, oh. That was, I think, for me... I think that might be even more than the, the crocodile bird skeleton fight. When she becomes yeah. Scarlet Scarab, I'm like, yep, this is just stupid. Like, kind of fun, but stupid. Ghost Rider, which we should celebrate, but we won't. No, no, Ghost Rider's just, just not, no. So, I also thought, because the, the, um, because the director, there were a number of people that compared her costume and the wings to Wonder Woman's costume in Wonder Woman 1984. Uh, I felt, I had big Wonder Woman vibes when I, when she, well, the the director of the, the, the director of Moon Knight in several interviews has talked about how much he hated Wonder Woman 1984 for its depiction of Egypt. And I think this was a very um, uh, conscious, yeah, yeah, critique of... Interesting. um, Weird. I mean... Because one of the things the director said he wanted to do was he wanted, in the show, he wanted to combat stereotypical depictions of Egypt and Egyptians like in Wonder Woman 1984 with what he did in, in Moon Knight. You know, it's interesting that when Layla gets the wings, the Wonder Woman comparison, her hair looks like a, a lot like a George Perez kind mm. of Wonder Woman. Well, the costume's and, a very George Perez costume. 
Yeah, which might be a moment which, just to to pay our yeah. respects to George Perez, who of course just, oh god, it's just been, passed away. Well, and, and one of the uh, lose him and yeah, and him and Neil Adams within weeks right. of each other. God, just yeah, yep. that's a yeah. It makes it makes the book I'm writing on Perez right now a, a little bit tougher. Yeah, and yet all the more meaningful. So. so. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, you knew it was coming. I mean, he was diagnosed almost a year ago, and and right. yeah, just it's right. it's. Yeah. I had a feeling because a, a couple days before he actually passed, um, his wife or or whoever's running his social media posted something about posted an update basically saying, you know, just letting you know, you know, George had a great day. You know he's resting very comfortably. He he's at peace, and I'm like, oh, okay, we're we're getting oh. close here. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, just, just I mean, very, just very I mean, sadness. I mean, it's hard to think of someone more synonymous with with comics and with superhero comics and and superhero teams in general, particularly right. in the '80s than Perez. Like he's right in many ways. You know, he's the guy that got me to read comics. It was it was the New Teen Titans that, that yeah, made I mean, me my like first a, comic a serious I, comic my, book reader. Yeah, my first comic I bought Avengers one sixty four has a Perez cover on it. Like that that's the yeah. first comic I owned. Um, even though he didn't do the interiors, but yeah, I mean, like, I mean, in 1980s comics, like, there's Perez and there's John Byrne, like, those are your your two big right. guys of, you know, superhero comics in the 1980s. Like, it doesn't really if you get had to, much bigger. If you had to get a them. if you had to get a beer with one or the other, you would definitely get the beer with George Perez. Oh God, yeah. Oh, I mean, Perez <laughs> is famous for how great he was with fans. Right, John Byrne um, maybe a little bit less so. John, well, John Byrne, just, you know, not great with people. Um, exactly. So, yeah, yeah Perez is, is, to lose him, yeah, it's, 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 it's a yeah. huge loss in, in, in comics. It's a huge loss yeah. for, for, and for humans. Period. You know, he was yeah. just a good mm. human. Yeah, he's someone that everyone agrees was a, a great person. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. a, a great creator, a great person. Like, I don't, I don't know anyone that doesn't like George Perez. Um, yeah. So, yeah, a, a, a very sad for his loss. Yes. Yep. So anyway, we are going to start pressing for time here. I, I wanted yes. to talk to you a little bit about the Jake Lockley appearance. Yes. Yeah. Is that a, I think for someone who's not been there with the comics, is that a thing in Moon Knight? Can't, yep. Okay. That's yep. the that's the third personality. Again, like so much else in the show. It, he needed it, another one. It is nothing. Yep. It is nothing. Jake in the comics is a cab driver and he's basically he's driving Mark's, a limo here, so... He's basically Mark's, same, right? you know, kind of of man on the street getting like, you know, finding out where stuff is going on. Here, he's clearly meant to be a much more uh, murderous Violent. version. Yeah. Yeah. Available. Yeah, you think? Yeah. Gave that subtle, away. but yeah. 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 I also do. It is one of my theories on Moon Knight, though. Yes. That. Is that because at the beginning of the episode, Mark has, or Stephen has that date with the girl that works in the museum that he doesn't show up for, that he doesn't know about it. Right. Um, it, doesn't oh, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Know what day it is. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense for Mark to have asked that woman out um, because he still got feelings for Layla. I think it was Jake that set up that. Well, I don't think there's any well, doubt that there are moments throughout where Jake is there. Well, there's two there's two moments where Jake. Mark blacks out and doesn't know what happens. Yeah, there's one right. where he's fighting um, the guys. Right. Um, yeah. Absolutely. And and we'll Stephen wasn't side. there's there's the one where he st- where the, he wakes up and finds that he's stabbing a guy, and yeah. says Stephen, what did you do? And Stephen has no idea. And then there's the defeat right. of Harrow. 
Yeah, which, right. I mean, it was right. kind of neat that we just skipped the fight, sort of. Yeah, you know, yeah, I did. I actually did like well, that. I was like, well, that's if, clever because we're avoiding the fight, and they didn't have the giant CG battle. It would have been neater. Yeah, well, yes. we, I mean, we talked about that a little bit at the beginning yeah. Yeah, or, yeah, on the yeah. first episode as well. You know, of the podcast yeah. uh, covering Moon Knight, that it was yeah, because that way. happened a lot more. Yeah, in the the but, car chase. Well, and that's the other thing is is the first episode just showed this show as having so much potential. Yeah, that's and then the for episodes two, and then for episode episodes two it. through for two through four, it just veered in kind of a, into a very kind of by the book, you know, the mummy slash Indiana Jones kind of action adventure type yep. thing. And then five kind of got us back to I think what the show could have potentially have been. Um, but yeah, like I, I really wish we had gotten a Moon Knight that was more like the first episode. Yeah. yeah, and can I tell you what most disappoints me about that ending? It sets up a season two, if there's going to be a season two. Well, there's been a lot of debate about that. I know, I know, but if there is a season, it, it, it clearly leaves you on a cliffhanger, right? Because it does. We, know, we now know that there is Jake. I don't really yeah. think I want to sit through another six episodes of them retelling this story again. Which yeah, seems I agree. like that's what it's setting up, right? Right after Mark and Steven kind of find peace with each other. Well, now we're going to yeah. do it all over again. I just, it, I find it And it's, again, it's not like Jake is an interesting enough character you think it's worth it. Like, he's clearly just some crazy murderer person. Like, yeah, it's just gonna, that yeah, Kanchu yeah, had, just, like, as his backup so that he still, I don't understand why Kanchu can't just find somebody to be his avatar. Like, he's basically going and saying, hey, do you want to be my Batman, essentially? And there's right. really nobody else who actively wants, like, doesn't need to be dying. That doesn't you could need to actually find door. people couldn't you find right? people who would be much more willing to carry out all of the violence that you want carried right? like out? This, I just, well, I, I think that's Jake. I think that's to... Jake's supposed to be that. But why does he need – why can't he just but, leave but, Mark alone and just right, go to somebody else who – all these other personalities. Right? Because, again, he's at some point, if, like, Alan's right there's going to be a second season – Well, but, but maybe, maybe Jake is you. just too perfect of a psychopath. Nobody's that perfect of a psychopath. There's got to be I don't other even psychopaths. I know what that means. That's a yeah. Whole, it's like the, most, <laughs> the world's most perfect psychopath. Oh, well, I mean, again, you do have a psychology you, BA, so like yeah. you could be right. Like there, maybe there but is exactly. Kanchu has to tiptoe around Mark and Stephen at finding out, and they tried that with Mark and Stephen, and eventually Stephen found out. So it's like eventually yeah. they're going to find out about Jake, and then now you have. Are they though? Because they've had twice where they've literally both blacked out and killed people. Right, and they just moved on. Many people are living a eventually, normal life now. Eventually, they're going to figure it out. You know, there's yeah. no doubt about it. They didn't that. figure it out because they were both in fight scenes. Now, both of them, are, Mark and right. Steven, are living a normal esque life, and then they're they both going to be like, "Hey, they can our start hands talking hurt, to each other, and we're covered in blood, yeah. and we went somewhere right. or something." And Mark, yeah. way less naive than Steven. It just uh, seems like know, he said that there's got to be people anywhere on the planet who jump. Right. You know, right. to and just do what you're told. You know, without all the complications. Who would want yeah. to be? Yeah, who would actively ask Kanchu? Okay, who? What's my next t- mission? What's my oh, next? But, but maybe. But remember, Harrow was Kanchu's avatar before. Maybe that was the problem with Harrow. Is that Harrow was too into what Kanchu did, and so but he Kanchu needs someone that's left. a little but, less. I mean, I mean, Harrow I left thought, him. I thought Harrow yeah. rejected Kanchu, not the other he, way he around. He did. 
So well, but Harrow maybe Harrow rejected Harrow, him because Conchu didn't like because because Harrow's justice was too extreme for Conchu. So Conchu kicks him out. Get Conchu fires him and yeah. gets somebody else. There's eight Just find billion the people psychopath. on the planet. How hard is yeah, that? but there, there's only one Jake. Eternal. Is like, there only again, one Jake? Like I'm not I'm not yes. convinced of that. Yes. Well, because and you know, I mean, again, Kanchu doesn't want someone that's like going to eat the organs of his of the people. He just wants them to be killed. You got to find that that sweet psychopath spot. There's eight billion people on the planet. I feel like, despite your psychology BA, you have stumbled <laughs> into it once again today, my friend. I'm sorry, you. I stumbled into a what? Just it. You've just kind of stumbled into it. Uh, yeah, I not, feel like not, you're. Not, I feel like, like you're. I feel like you're sublimating. Like your introduction <laughs> last week, words. your conclusion this week, I feel. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like mm. I, I don't know where to turn at this point. Ah, I think sweet well. psychopathic spot is the is really the the landing point for a show like this. Hard to say. Well, I mean, we don't have a giant crocodile god to fight in fight the background. Yeah, no, we do not. Liam yeah. Nielsen. So, but I mean, that's like that's the thing. Like like the Moon Knight that we saw in the first episode never would have ended with a giant crocodile fight. No, it would have been and much so it just it, it feels like it yeah. feels like it swerved into something I mean, I very different from what it could have been. Moonlight would have been good though either. Yeah, I, I agree with Rich on first that one. Episode like, maybe, I don't know, I think Stephen being maybe not a giant kind of avatar. Yeah, like a Well, giant I think part Egyptian of it too is fight. is I think they could have maybe done more like they could have spread out the revelation that we get at the end of episode one to later in the series. Like, it could have been more about, like... I guess maybe if you had... Mark and Steven, because part of it, we, of I mean... Part of it is, what, it's in, like, episode two, I think, where Mark just says, you really want to know what's going on? Okay, I work for Khonshu, the god of vengeance. I died, he resurrected. Like, it's just a massive info dump. I'm like, oh, okay, so we're just... We're just dumping that right there. It's like, an I feel info like dump, though, that also doesn't even help the audience that much because, like, we don't know what Kanchu really is. We don't know mm. why. You're like, you know, it's it, yeah. it's still without context yeah. because, well, again, we are still Steven at this point. We don't know even who Mark is. Yeah, yeah. At that yeah, point, I, I, I don't know. That. I I see. I you know, I don't know how it would do it, but I see like episode one. Um. You know, like, yeah. I mean, even when you think about it, like, we have the jackals running around in the first couple of episodes, and then, and then they're never seen again. Oh, yeah. Well, nobody can see them to begin And also, with, which is something why, if Amit is a, is a crocodile god, why why does Harrow summon jackals? Like, it's a... Because it's, it's Egyptian. Kind of a, but, that, but again, that's... That's all. Yeah. But again, this right. is a show that's supposed to kind of do also, better than that kind Harrow of... why can take on three gods at once? Yeah, at it's... The end. it's with his, he's not even Almut's not even resurrected at this point, so I don't even know why he has that much power to take on three gods. No, Almut has been resurrected at this point. Almut's the crocodile he, god. No, 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 no. been freed. The, uh, the way in which, yeah, I, the way in which that the all the gods are just like easily misled into thinking that you know Almut's going to be cool this time around or whatever. It's just like oh, the gods are so it, stupid. Like the, yeah, the other just, Egyptian gods, like when Harrow's like, when right. Mark's like, he's bringing Amit back. And Harrow's like, no, I'm not. And they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, hey, he right. said he wasn't. Like, I mean, I don't again, know why are you trusting Harrow? Right. And there you Like, see I thought the maybe there was like, going to be something like the other right gods or some of them were in cahoots with Amit. But well, no. I even saw a post on like social nope. media that's like, oh, that's why Osiris let it happen because he wants Amit to come back and judge people. Yeah, that's what I thought too. He's just stupid. 
<laughs> no, because then they're like, because no, then like in episode five or six, whatever stupid. it is, they're like, Amit's back. Who did it? And they're like, oh, Harrow. I'm like, yes. What anyone should have been able to predict that Harrow was doing. How do you gone. guys not watch over where Amit's buried to make sure people don't just walk in and take it? It's, yeah. it's, it is a complete yeah. mystery. A complete mystery. Yeah, it's, uh. it's a bit of a mess of a show. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. So I think then the conclusion is they took the mixed bag and they shook it up and it only got more mixed. It's mixed. Yeah. Up. Yeah. It's, 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 again, you know, there were, there were moments that showed the potential of the show, but by and large for me, it, it did fall short of it. What's and thus I, I, and thus I am forced to worry more. if we are in fact, you know, post peak superhero. Yeah. 